welcome to Well Played Podcast, the show on all things playful and joyous in education. I'm your host, Mike Matera, sixth grade teacher, author, speaker, and co-founder of EMC2 Learning, the greatest community of educators around. Serious folks, let's all dive into this episode. Today, we are talking about where can your theme live? For those of you that do a gamified class, this episode will make sense to you. For those that don't do a gamified class, welcome this might change your entire stance on your classroom. Uh, all right, so in a gamified class, we're talking about theme. Theme is the thing that is applied to your overarching story that you're going to do. So if you're doing one of these year-long games, if you're doing a unit-long game, theme really matters. If you're doing a day activity, theme matters, but it's it's so micro, it's so tiny, you don't have to really round it out. So this question of where it can live in your game is geared at those people that are doing like month-long, two-month-long, quarter, semester, or year-long games. Uh, and I, I, I so encourage you all to explore this idea. If I haven't lost you yet, that, that must mean you are my target audience for this episode. So let's dive into it here. If you are building out a you know longer format game, and you're wondering, like, where does this theme live? Now, a lot of people think room transformation first and foremost, and I strongly disagree. If you have that talent, if that's something that you can do and do well, by all means, do it and do it well. That's awesome. That's epic. I love it. But if you aren't that person, that's okay. I am not a room transformation person. I don't have that decorator I. So that one's a tough one for me. I bulletin boards freak me out. I don't do bulletin boards as well as the next, uh, and for good reason, really. That's not my that's not my thing. So my theme doesn't live there per se. Uh, I mean, I throw some things up there, of course, but bulletin board wise, I have a kind of realm of nobles, you know, hall of fame, if you will, and we sort of put up some of the hall of quests, is what I call it. Sorry. And I put some of the best quests up there so that kids kind of see it. Kids get inspired by it. Kids get proud of it when they have their work up there. These are things I do, but at the end of the day, that's not a room transformation. My room isn't all medieval times. I don't have a knight actually in the corner, for example. So where can it live? That's a, that's the question for today's episode. In our quick episode, I wanted to kind of give you some highlights, some things that you can take and use tomorrow. Boom, online is my First, first salvo I'm going to shoot at you. Uh, online is a great space and place that you can build out your game. So take the time to maybe build out a bit of a website. You can use something free, like the software like Wix.com. You can build out a website. Go download some cool photos and imagery that would fit your style of game. You're in a space game, a Western game, a Back to the Future style game, some book like Harry Potter. Go grab some art assets that you can find online. Pop them into the background. Put in some text for your story, and that launches your story. That's a container. That's a space and place that you can flex into. So in my game, I have a website. Do I use the website daily? No. Do I use that website to be everything and anything? No. But they know this space exists, so I can flex into that space. And we can talk more about that. I I talk about it in one of my EMC2 courses. We can definitely talk about it here as well on another episode, but flex into that online space is huge. My next salvo, I'm going to fire you. This is a quick episode, but my next one would be items. I love items. 
So use them, please. If you're an emc2learning.com member, you know that we have over 30 different item templates you can download and fit just your style. You're that space game, the pirate game, the like Pokemon game, the Magic the Gathering type game, the medieval game, the futuristic game, the mech game, right? The steampunk game, you name it. We got a template for it that can easily have you building beautifully looking items that also could be perfectly paired to your game and your creativity, which is what I love. I love the home-cooked meal we're serving up by doing the gamification this style as opposed to taking some off-the-shelf product and just feeding them sort of low-level gamification of just points and, you know, little you know, pets and whatnot. No, we're talking about items that and power-ups that you get to create and craft in your classroom that work for your classroom, you know. So definitely use the items. Flex that theme into the items. I am a, uh, my my theme is a medieval theme. So I have things like steeds they can get, right? And these are going to be awesome and epic and things they can use. Swords and sorcery items and those kind of things. I pair it to my course I teach too. So I teach world history. So a lot of the items and power-ups go along with the text we're reading, right? So there's a Julius Caesar item and there's like a Brutus item, of course. You can tell my mind's on Rome. We just finished that unit. Uh, But yeah, flex into that space. The next one is activities. So we talked about the, the online space a little bit and we said, you know, put your theme there. Build a site with some art assets. Same with some of your activities. Now, uh, not all of my activities are paired to, to Realm of Nobles. Don't think that. I'm not, I don't have that kind of time to, to do that, so I don't. But if for those of you that do, I am super jealous that your t- theme is that tied up into your activities. But a lot of us just do activities, you know? So can we flex our theme into those activities? Can we spend an extra 10 minutes building out a... a Google slide or two that has that art assets that kick off today's activity with that theme. I think that would be awesome. I think that'd be epic. And I think you should do that. <laughs> so let's, let's flex into the activities and, and trade against our uh, theme. And I think you'll see that people will buy into the activity a little more because you have this broader theme that you can click into. So sometimes I do that and it's so awesome and my students love it. And I think you will love it. The last one that we're going to discuss, like I told you, this is a bang. This is a banger of a quick episode where your theme can flex into. Last one here is boss battles. Boss battles is super thematic. It's boss. It's built into a game. You know that right away is going to be big because they're in games. Like that makes sense. If you're not a video gamer or if you never played a video game since the Atari, boss battles are that thing that you kind of build to. You kind of defeat little guys along the way, kind of knock them over, beat them up, whatever, steal their coins. But ultimately at the end of the ep- at the end of the level is the big boss or at the end of the whole game is the big big mega boss, right? And that is a great space to apply your theme. What is the thing they've been overcoming? What's the antagonist in your story, or maybe a sub-antagonist you have, a little micro-antagonist that they've been working on this unit, this activity, that we can do battle. We can get into that rumble, right? So I have things like uh, I theme it around the units that we're studying, so I'm pretending that we're allying with the Egyptians, fighting against whoever we were 
talking about in our unit, and that one it happens to be the Hittites was their big, the big rub for them, and we were kind of doing battle with them. And it, it, again, some art assets it brings it to life. You add a little bit of music to it. So if you're a futuristic game, go find some sort of space punk pop art to be in the back. For me, I'm playing uh, music like epic soundtrack music for like movies like gladiator if you will and my kids get into this boss battle this intensity gets built with the music and with the art assets but ultimately i'm asking them questions so this is again where that theme can flex can take shape can take root and when you have items that can be played in your boss battle man this theme really starts to come to life and i hope that you feel that and hear that in this episode so i want you to think about where you can bring your theme, breathe it into existence with the words, with the language, as well as online, in the items, in the activities, and in the boss battle. You do this, you apply this, and I think your theme's really going to take off. All right, everybody, I hope you have a great day, and I hope you play on. <laughs>